It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. bet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. On a cricketing note, I'm very, very pleased. I'm thrilled, in fact, and privileged to uh, introduce to you folks now uh, one of my great teammates, a great tourist. I spent a lot of my summers uh, with this guy, admiring him and uh, his dedication to the cause. Uh, I can't build him up any much more than that uh, because... Uh, he'll probably hang up. John Wright is with us, uh, former New Zealand cricket captain, former New Zealand cricket coach, uh, man of uh, all parts, uh, a fantastic rugby player as well in his own right. Uh, but it's cricket we're going to talk about mainly this morning. But first of all, Wrighty, thank you for joining me. Uh, where are you and what are you up to uh, these days? Uh, I'm well, morning, Smithy. Um, you've changed. You're very kind. Um, I'm stuck in, in Christchurch or Canterbury. Um, I'm on my 60 acres with my 50 cows waiting for a jab. Um, and, um, you know, it's not a bad place to be, to be honest, uh, particularly with all this, um, this dreadful COVID going around. Um, normally. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh... It, it's, it's had, you know, it's changed a lot of our lives, I think, in many ways. Uh, and that's one of the subjects I wanted to talk to you about because you have uh, a great passion for cricket and, and Indians have a great passion for cricket and you have a great passion for India and they are going through uh, a really tough time, Righty. Uh, and a lot of the people that you have uh, come in contact with who you know uh, will be have been greatly affected. Have you been able to have any contact with... with those people, and, and uh, can you imagine what it's like in India? Um, well, I, I still, um, for the last seven years, I've worked for Mumbai Indians, and, and you know, I've, I've spent three months every year up there, um, you know, trying to get our squads together and, and watching first-class cricket, and uh, yes, I'm still engaged, but, you know, for instance, the last auction we had, we did most of our planning by Zoom, um, and now faced with the decision of um, the back end of the IPL, we'll probably be in Dubai, and um, and then following after that, there will be another big auction, and the various franchises will again have to scout the teams in, in India. But I mean, you know, it, it has been tough. Uh, the realities of um, so many in India, uh, it's pretty harsh, um, and. Um, yeah, so it's greatly affected uh, a lot of the people that I know, um, not directly, but directly with their families and, and things like that. And uh, even during the last, uh, the first part of the IPL, I think it was quite difficult because there were a number of players on many of the franchises that had close family members affected with COVID. And, and, and uh, for instance, um, Piers Chowla, 
who we have. He's a leg spinner. Uh, he plays for Mumbai. Um, his father succumbed to, to COVID during the competition, so that's the reality uh, of, of life with this, um, this terrible virus. So it, it has an effect, and um, I suppose um, for my sons, uh, I'm president of Derbyshire County Cricket Club, have been for the last two years, and I haven't managed to get to England or Derbyshire to see a ball bowled. So... so um, yeah. It's it's a little bit different, Roddy. Uh, one of the other things, of course, you have been in your illustrious career, both uh, as a player and a coach, is the coach of India. I'm not sure there in in sport there are too many more high pressure jobs with the expectations uh, of uh, what that Indian team is supposed to do. I, I hasten to add, supposed to do. Uh, now, you're probably for that reason most qualified of anyone around here to talk about what cricket means to India and why they, they tried to play it as long as they possibly could um, before reality set in? Um, well, it's very much part of Indian life. Um, you go anywhere um, and you'll see a game of cricket. Sometimes it's played with sticks and a stone um, or a tennis ball. For instance, um, uh, one of the villages we we visited um, with, with a charity. Um, the, the, the the kids um, they couldn't they struggled to to add do arithmetic or, or, or their reading wasn't strong, but they knew every one of the Indian players. And there was one television set in the in the village which was uh, connected directly to the power lines, uh, and that's where they watched their cricket. So it's it's very much. I suppose in New Zealand terms, we, rugby comes to mind. Um, in football, Brazil, uh, in India, it's cricket. Um, and it also, they love their team, they love their players, and it gives many of them a sense of pride and a sense of hope when that they do well at it. Um, and it's, it's just, uh, it's part of their culture, I suppose. And for some reason, um, Indians seem to love cricket. And of course... Now um, they're very good at the business side of cricket, where they, you know, they understand the dynamics of the finances of how to create a competition, a world-class competition, how to protect it, um, and so the IPLs evolved, um, which has been great for so many cricketers from all nations, from the point of view of, of, of you know, particularly um, our, our country, uh, Sri Lanka. South Africa, West Indies, um, where they can earn, you know, good money um, and perhaps buy a house at their career at the end of their career. So, uh, yeah, it's it's just part of life in India. Righty, uh, one of your other roles, and you've you've had so many um, and done them all brilliantly well, is it's basically to be a scout to look for talent, to look for to go out into to the nether regions and look for something special. Uh, now, a lot of people may not realise this, some do, but you discovered Jasper Bumrah. What did you see when, and what were your impressions when you first saw this guy running in with this unusual action, I think it's fair to say, um, and he has paid tribute to you, uh, and certainly in, in two or three interviews I've heard, uh, for giving him the opportunity. Uh, what did you see? What were your first impressions? Uh, well, I was, I was, uh, I'd just been appointed, um, 
of a coach um, was in El Cumbre at Mumbai. So we were up there and um, I, I attended uh, the Western Zone T20 tournament where there are eight teams because India has about 38 first-class provinces. And they're all played zonally, Western, Southern, Central, Northern, Eastern. So I was at the Western Zone in Ahmedabad and I was watching the back end of a game and Mumbai were playing Gujarat and Mumbai was easily going to win the game. There was this kid that ran off quite a short run-up and he bowled two overs of Yorkers at quite a strong pace. And, um, and all he did was try and bowl Yorkers, which is quite a valuable ball in, in, in T20 particularly. And one of those deliveries hit the other bowler's footmarks at the other end and went for four buys way over um, part of Patel's head. And, and I, so I, he really interested me because I think sometimes when you're looking at so many players, and you see it in different sports, you look for something that's a little bit different or something that's a little bit special. And what he had was pace. And the other thing was he was trying to bowl basically 12 yorkers on the trot, and he did it quite quite well. So I had a chat with part of Patel, who was the captain of Gujarat and who, who'd been in the Indian team I coached. And, and part of was captain of um, Gujarat. And I said, well, who's that kid? And he said, oh, that's Boom. <laughs> who's Boom? He said, it's Jasper. He's Jasper Boom. He was 18 years of age. And, and I said, oh, is, I said, is he any good? And part of a, a guy that I really rate. He now works for our organisation. He's just retired. And he's joined us. And he's got a very sharp cricket mind. And he's a person that um, I trust. And um, so I... I ran a crowd, and that was before players had to go through the auction. Now they all have to go through the auction. But in those days, you could just sign them if you saw someone promising. So I rang Raul Sangui in Mumbai and said, look, I've seen this kid. I think we should have a look at him. So we signed him overnight, and, and, and he joined it. And uh, he was very young. And in those days, uh, our first game in IPL, we played in Bangalore and the squad came with us including Jasper and so our players saw him for the first time and he was very raw but I I asked him to bowl against Sachin Tendulkar that was music to my ears because at the end of the net Sachin came up to me and said you know John that kid he's really hard to pick up so that's how it all started but it it's taken a long time um, he, was, he was really with us for four, four or five years and the great thing about IPL is that on all the staffs, um, they have, we, well, we've got a fantastic physical conditioner, a guy called Paul Chapman, who comes from Australia. Um, we have good physiotherapy. Uh, we have uh, spent a lot of time in, in getting our players back to freshness for each game, so there's a lot of massage, there's those sorts of things. And Jasper grew up in that environment where literally for the first three or four years with Mumbai, he spent most of the time in the gym just getting stronger, getting a little bit of confidence, and then interacting with players like Tim Southey was there for a year, Mitchell Johnson, and of course Malinga. Um, Lassie had a huge influence on um, Jasper's career. And now, of course, Shane Bond's our bowling coach. So, you know, when young players placed in an environment and they can come from many different countries they've got a wonderful opportunity to interact and learn from each other uh, predominantly because I think that's the best type of coaching when you 
learning off your peers. And then, of course, from a conditioning point of view, um, that was the one thing that has probably moved on most in India since the early 2000s is really the conditioning of the cricketers are much stronger and much fitter. They feel a lot better. And also their the fast bowling is a lot more dominant than it used to be. Righty, can we just move to the New Zealand side now briefly? Um, <coughs> I, I look at this side, it's pretty complete to me. I, I, I believe it or not, if I was looking to strengthen this side, I'd add someone like John Bracewell into it uh, because he's so competitive. <laughs> but uh, He's yeah, an a, aggressive off-spinner who genuinely turns the ball and I think would, his type of player uh, would be the beautiful complement to the squad that we've got at the moment. Uh, that achievement to win the World Test Championship over a uh, very powerful Indian side, including Bumrah, uh, where does it rate for you? Is it, is it the best achievement we've had in the game? Well, I think so. I, I, I mean, we were very fortunate in, in, the, in the teams leading up to it. I mean, Stephen Fleming's team won the um, Champions Trophy. We were lucky in that we toured England and New Zealand and never won in England or never won in Australia. So we had the opportunity to do some first things, you know, things that hadn't been done before. And this team has done exactly that. Um, and to, to be top of the pile, I think, you know, we've never done really that uh, ever. It wasn't the competition. But the other thing that's very impressive about this side is they're very consistent. Um, you know, they string wins together. Um, you know, um, and that that is a real sign of a good side. I, 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 I think... Um, you know, I'm so pleased for them because um, I, I think they're an outstanding uh, group of young cricketers and, and a group of lads, um, you know, who, who've done remarkably well. And, and the consistency is... is, is and I went to see them train just before they left. They were training at, at Lincoln. Um, and... It was the first time I, I met Conway, for instance. I mean, he's going to add an enormous amount to this side. And with Kyle Jameson coming in and, and just developing like he is, they're going to be a very, very strong side. And, and, and perhaps you're right um, with the spin area. Um, but then again, they won in Dubai. They beat Pakistan a couple of years back at the start of Gary Stead's uh, tenure. With Ejaz, um, you know Patel, and he's 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 done very well, and you know the, the Sodi and the, the off spinner, uh, some field there. So, you know, I think I think it's really exciting, and it's great for New Zealand. Um, you know, our, our cricket lovers uh, to have a team that you know is genuine, well now world champions, and I think um, I think I saw you on the television, Smithy, um, talking about. Um, well, how exciting is it for this side to go over and have a crack at the Aussies or vice versa, then come here? I think that's what I'm really looking forward to, too. So um, oh, it's, it's wonderful, and I hope that they're getting many people around the country, because um, it's a little bit after the event, um, going up and congratulating them, because they, they really deserve it. Yeah, I, I totally agree, and, and I, I'm right up there. I believe it's uh, top of the ladder in terms of, of what we're you know, able to achieve. I believe we've got a uh, the, probably the, uh, one of the better units that we've ever likely to assemble in the, and it looks yeah. like um, we can, even if we hold on to Ross Taylor a bit longer and, and Neil Wagner, uh, we've got some good days ahead. Righty, just in reflection, um, you know, we're of an age now where we're starting to lose teammates and, and adversaries, uh, <laughs> unfortunately. 
Uh, Bob Willis, yes. uh, uh, you know, yeah. uh, one of our great ad, uh, adversaries and a man to be admired, uh, sadly uh, passed away uh, not that long ago, and they're paying tribute to him um, over in England uh, as mm. we speak with a new foundation, etc. But you, you lost another good yeah. mate and, and a really fine bowler, a really fine teammate just recently in Mike Hendrick. Yeah, Mike was um, Mike was my Derbyshire t- uh, teammate. Um, I first went to Derbyshire as a 22-year-old. I was really green. Uh, I roomed with Mike that first year, and uh, in my first Test match uh, for New Zealand, uh, I was playing for New Zealand, and there was Bob Taylor and Jeff Miller and Mike Hendrick on the English side. And um, yeah, Mike had uh, bowel cancer, and about three, three, four years ago, he got it, and then had an operation and sort of sort of got through it but it, it came back and um it is it is um, a bit sobering um bob taylor sent me a wonderful uh, video that just recently they they got together about 10 days ago uh in um a pub in, in matlock which is in derbyshire a lovely lovely village and um there were seven or eight of michael's um team english teammates there are a lot of derbyshire players just just to to celebrate uh, with them and say, you know, good day, and people like Ian Bosom, David Gower, Bob Taylor, um, John Lever, uh, a number of them. You know all the names. Um, yeah, it is, um, and and it is quite sobering, Smithy. So I think we've got to enjoy life. And the other guy that um, closer to home too was Wes Armstrong. Um, he was the mm. groundsman at oh, yeah. the base and reserve, and Wes died just recently. Um, what a hell of a good bloke he was. I mean, um, what a great... Uh, I mean, um, it was back in the day when you could um, go and have a chat to the groundsman and say, I think you need a bit of grass off this wicket or, or, or this and that. He was a tremendous character. <laughs> but, um, yeah, um, time moves on. Um, and uh, Yeah, it's, it's, it's just, I suppose it's life, isn't it? It is. It's life. Um, and life... Uh, wouldn't have been the same. Cricketing life wouldn't have been the same without uh, the legendary John Wright. I, I thank him so much for his time this morning. He gave us plenty of it. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.